Good morning, Brashus of Imori. We're on your test on the base, just closing up the circuit at the moment with a toaster to the bottom of your test on the other. Um, what we've, we've where we're basically holding is we're about to just see the, the uh, second and final answer of the toaster. Um, basically, we have a mission in Idiot which says that um, when it comes to Shun, Boisa, Melidis, these various things, garlic, uh, small grapes, is of grain which are not completely ripe. So you want to know what they would do is, if you crush them before, before Shabbos, then you can leave them um, under the weight over Shabbos for the juice to ooze out. That's what Rabbi Shmuel says, Rabbi Akiva says, no, you can't. And supposedly this was supposed to be a raya to, or not a raya, this was supposed to um, show us that Rabbi Shmuel was the author of our Mishnah. Um, because our Mishnah said that even Beishamai, who ordinarily says that one cannot, uh, one cannot start from a lot before Shabbos unless it's going to finish, Beishamai do say that you can leave olives and grapes under the, under the weights of the, uh, the various pressing things in the various types of presses for the olives and the grapes. Um, over Shabbos, we explain the reason is because even if you were to do it on Shabbos, you wouldn't be chai Why? Because they've already been crushed before Shabbos, and therefore the juice is already oozing out. And therefore, if you would squeeze them on Shabbos, obviously you shouldn't do that, but it would be an Issa Zerabon and not an Issa Zerait, and there would be no Chiyot. So we wanted to know, who is it who says that where you've got something which you're not tired, uh, sorry, something which is uh, happening automatically on Shabbos, there's going to be no Chiyot Zerait, uh, in other words, if you speed up the process of the, the squeezing, and therefore, even Beisham are going to allow it on Erev Shabbos. Where did you get that from? So we brought the Rabbi Shmuel was supposed to be the right. As Rabbi Shmuel said, you crushed the Shum Boisamadis, you crushed them beforehand, you can even answer ways over Shabbos. The Bekiva says, no you can't. You see Rabbi Shmuel's the one. So suppose this, where do you see anything of the sort? All you see is Rabbi Shmuel says that you can start it on Erev Shabbos and leave it going over Shabbos. To me that sounds like they said Very nice, you've got something all about they said You know what? I would tell you Rabbi Shmuel was told that even if you don't crush them on Erev Shabbos, you just put them straight under the beam on Erev Shabbos, and the crush will happen over Shabbos as well. That would also be allowed according to Beit Sedov. Why did it talk about crushing them? That's telling the Chiddush of Rabbi Akiva. That even if you have crushed them on Erev Shabbos, you still can't leave them over Shabbos. That was one question Tosh has asked. Second question Tosh has asked is, the Maita, who does Rabbi Akiva fit with? Doesn't even fit, it doesn't seem to fit with Beit Sedov. It doesn't even seem to fit with Beit Shammah either. So we, we gave an answer yesterday for, for Rashi. We, we answered that question in the point. So Rashi that based on it's the thing still by David Shema Yechata. If it would be an Issa Zeraisa, then even they still would agree it's no good. Because we're worried that Shema Yechata, you may come to soak it up, like when we would like Shema Yechata, so to behave with food, we're worried you'll come to speed up the process. So, NMI, it must be the fact that Rabbi Shmuel says that we're not worried that that must be there's no Issa Zeraisa. Then, being if you base it up, being if you base Shema, it would be no good. Whereas, Rabbi Akiva obviously holds. There is an Esther there, right, or something like that, therefore he will fit with both Beit and Beit Shammah. Right. But then we went into Tosis, and Tosis gave, gave two answers to this. And the first answer we saw yesterday, and that is that when Rabbi Shammah says you can complete it over Shabbos, he doesn't mean to say you can complete it, leave it under the beam. That's obvious, of course you can leave it under the beam, because we're talking Beit Shammah. His Chilish is, you can complete it in order to actually drink the juice over Shabbos. And he craved juice over Shabbos. Some knew before Shabbos, but some realized, what have I done? I don't have wine for Shabbos. So I crush it quickly, put it under the beam. Then Rabbi Shmuel, no problem, leave it now. And you'll be able to drink that juice over Shabbos. Rabbi Akiva does not necessarily you can leave it under the beam. Because he also holds the base seller. 
What he disagrees with is that you can't drink that juice. Now why? Why should you be able to drink the juice? Because the answer is that there's, 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 there's uh, something called mushroom shazot. Liquid that, that freely comes out of something on Shabbat, you're not allowed to use it. The reason being, because the word you may come to be safe, you may come to them, you say, great, let's go squeeze that, which will be an isodaraita. The fact that Rabbi Yishmael says you can use this juice must be because once you've crushed it on Ere Shabbat, and that's why the juice is coming out, if you were, un- if you were then on Shabbat to go and squeeze it, you would not be hired in the Ereiter. Maybe Osamadurab or not. There would be no ifters that arise there now, and therefore you can put it under the beam and leave it over there over Shabbos. And not only that, you can even drink the juice. Right. So what you see from that is that there is no ifters that arise there. Once you've crushed it, there's no ifters that arise there to put a, uh, to squeeze it on Shabbos. Therefore, even Beis Shabbos would agree. Going back to our mission, of course you can leave the beam on top of it. Right. That's the that's the, that was the first answer. Which, as I think I mentioned yesterday, is the shit of the Rambam as well. That even if on Shabbos you are completing an Isidra that means I take an Isidra and I start it before Shabbos. And we still remember we can even start an Isidra But if it's an Isidra of Chita, let's say, in other words, I haven't done anything to it before Shabbos, and I'm putting it under, under the beam before Shabbos, and there's going to be an Isidra input, which is, it's a Malach of Isidra which is going into Shabbos then it will be forbidden for me to drink that juice. That's possible for me. Then if it's an Isidara Bono that I've started before Shabbat and it's going through into Shabbat, okay, because I would squeeze it on Shabbat now, now it's already crushed before Shabbat, maximum I could come to on Shabbat if I were to do it with your dying is an Isidara Bono. And what I am doing is, I don't want to do the Isidara Bono, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to put a beam on and let the beam do it over Shabbat. You'd even be allowed to drink that juice. That's the shift of the Rambam and that's the shit of the first answer of the So far, so good? Let's see the second answer of the now. It's the last four lines of the Tosis, the Oedi Yishlova. The Oedi Yishlova. So, 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 here's the second way of learning this tomorrow. The Yigmar B'yodayim Mishatevsha. So, what it means to say is, we're not talking about drinking it. And that's an army, you can't drink that juice. The Chiddush of Rabbi Yishmael is, you can even complete it B'yodayim on Shabbos. That means on Shabbos, before Shabbos, you crushed it. You can go on Shabbos and with your hand squeeze those, uh, the shum, the both of these, you can actually squeeze it with your hand. Because it's not similar to our Mishnah. Where even Beitila are only allowed to put the beam on before Shabbos. Shabbos to go start squeezing it. It's not similar. If that's why we have to complete the Gemara yesterday first. Because if you remember, we said. The what's the Machalik of Yishma and Rabbi Akiva? That's only when they've already had the Rizuk and the Dichot. The only thing they're missing now is the Shechikot, the last stage. That's the only thing we're talking about. Because the Sama has come out going to say nearby, over the page we saw yesterday. The Hashtag. So therefore, if you already had Rizuk and you had Dichot, you can even squeeze it with your hand. The Hashtag might be sharpest. So now, we've brought a very good ride from here to what? To. to to uh, sort of support the, the teaching of Beishamah in the Mishnah. The given the Shari Rabbi Yishmael is to be Yadayim, because since Rabbi Yishmael allows you even to squeeze it with your hand, and he would not go there. He didn't say, well, we can't allow you to squeeze it with your hand, because maybe you'll come to do the same thing even when they haven't had Dichah done, one stage left. In Cain, if so, 
Bimakhusoi Dikha Nami. Also, if they are Mukhusa Dikha, they only have Dikha done, it must be Sora he holds the lonely chayv, you're not chayv mid a In other words, it must be the Rabbi Ishmael holds, if all they have done is risuk, but not dikha, if you would squeeze it with your hands, that would be an isadar abonim. Of course, you can't do that, but there would be no isadar either. If they've had dikha done as well, so they have risuk and dikha, then we say, perfectly must go and squeeze it with your hands now, there's no isadar whatsoever. I we should be worried you may come to do the same thing with dikha, when they haven't had dikha done, but it's only an isadar abonim. Therefore, that's the explanation of Rabbi Shmuel Shitta. And therefore, that fits beautifully with our Mishnah. Because our Mishnah we're saying it has Rishab done, but not Dikha done. We spoke about yesterday the possibility that it could be that when you've had Rishab, with, with great knowledge, it could be there is no Dikha. Not all Rishonim learn that. I said that was just for, person, for sort of simplicity, I took that, that shit of the Ramban, that that's the way he's learning the Gemara. Okay, but not, you could learn this second answer, but you could learn it in a, in a, in a sort of a few ways. Impossibly, but it's probably the simplest way of learning it. And the Khamim is great to use Dikha as well. Not like the Muhammad. But I'll call upon him, the main thing is, in our mission, it's only had this done, nothing more. And we've said now, we've proven that according to Rabbi Ishmael, that even if it needs Dikha, even if it does need Dikha, and all it's had is Rishab, if I was to go and squeeze that with my hand, would there be an Isidorite in it? No. It would be an Isidorabonah. Could you do that on Shabbos? No, it's definitely not. But since it's only an Isidorabonah, Therefore, I say two things, says Rabbi Ishmael. Number one, like in my mission over here in Idiot, that if it's handy Chodan, you can squeeze with your hands, I'm not going to start making this because of case where it has. And number two, going back to our Mishnah, if it hasn't had Chodan, you can put the beam on. Even according to Beishama. Because even if you were, even if you were to come on Shabbos and squeeze with your hands, you wouldn't be doing it as a director. Yeah? That's what you see from Rabbi Ishmael. Obviously, Rabbi Akiva disagrees. After that it says, and, and by the way, according to Rabbi Akiva then, all Rabbi Akiva would be saying is, there isn't this other right in it. Yeah? That's what we're going to see in a second. We'll, we'll, we'll see in a second. After that, the Gemara then says, no. According to Rabbi Yishmael, the Gemara says, if it, if it was lacking dikha, that's what we brought Rabbi Yerfan to show, if it was lacking dikha, you'd be chayyab for doing that. The Afidu Hochin, even so, Kishayim was Kusorin, if it's not lacking dikha, Shari Diyotayim is perfectly permissible to do it with your hand. But the Godar Otsun And he's not going there because of a case where it's lacking dikha. Yeah? That was why Rabbi Lozo said, Rabbi Lozo said, you can't bring it from Rabbi Ishmael, because Rabbi Ishmael only allows it when it's already had Dikhodan. But if it hasn't had Dikhodan, it's an Isidoraita. Yeah? That's what we brought Rabbi, uh, Rabbi Yehudah for yesterday. The truth is, then we, we could bring in the Muhammad to this point and say, so Rabbi Yehudah Hamina would say back to you, he'd say, yes. But with the cases of Greeks and Odis, it doesn't even need Dikhodan. Truth is, it wouldn't necessarily. Truth is, that, that, I don't know if I would go so well in, in those. That, that, that's what Rabbi Nolder replied why he didn't like it. But the shitta of Rabbi Ishmael is that if it had Dikhadan, you can't squeeze it even by your dying. The question is, why are we not worried about a case where it hasn't had Dikhadan? Is it 
as Rabbi Yehoshi Barakhani understood, because even if it hasn't had Dichadah, it's only an Isidarabon, or it's a stump, even if it's an Isidarabon, he's not going to one because of the other. That's the debate between Rabbi Yehoshi Barakhani and Rabbi Lohan. Rabbi Yehoshi Barakhani says, you see from here, the reason why he's not going to is because even if it has had, even if it has not had Dichadah, there's no Isidarabon, which is what we want for our Mishnah. Or, Rabbi Lohan says, no, that's not the reason. Takeda is an Isidarabon, and therefore he will not fit with our Mishnah. And why does he allow it? It's because it has had Dikhada and he's not going to one because of the other. Yeah? Does that make sense? I will like Rabbi Akiva in definitely never fit. Kimin the Otah since Rabbi Akiva said it was forbidden with Sha'in Mukhusar even when it's not lacking Dikha, Mukhusar and Dikha because you may come to do it, you may come to squeeze it with your hand. When it's lacking zikha as well, when it's any agrisic done, that would imply the mukhusan zikha mikhaid. It must be that when it's lacking zikha, the yachaid midaraita, the imkain, often khashir for the beishamai. In which case, you can't leave it before Shabbat to point to beishamai under the beam because it most definitely is going to be, um, because you're starting an isidaraita before Shabbat. Okay? But Rabbi Akim is not shut that he's, he's uh, siding with beishamai vitil, it's nothing to do with that. All he's saying is, you're talking about doing it with your dying on Shabbat. It's already had Zichadah. Yeah, it says to be Akiva, but what if it hasn't had Zichadah? To be an Isidaraita, right? So you can't do it even if it has Zichadah. Start doing it with your dying. Once we know that piece of information, which is what we're interested in, where it has not had Zichadah, we go back to our Mishnah, Ishtamah wouldn't allow it. Bishamah would allow it, Ishtamah wouldn't allow it. In which case, Rabbi Akiva is not the, the author of our Mishnah who allows it even according to Beishama. Who is the author of our Mishnah? That's what he's suggesting. It's Rabbi Yishmael. Rabbi Yishmael says it's Rabbi Yishmael because he says if it has had Dikhadan, you can squeeze it be a dying. Why is he not worried about a case where it hasn't had Dikhadan, like our Mishnah? Must be because there would be no Isidur writer. Which is in Beishama, I believe that. And the Rabbi also responds to that. No, that's not Shaf and Rabbi Yishmael. Everyone agrees with that if it hasn't had Dikhadan, there would be an Isidur writer. And therefore, Beishamai would not allow it in Anishnah. And what it, what's the Mark of Beishamai and Rabbi Akiva? It's just whether, in a case where it has had Dikhadan, do we, do we make a Gezerah or not? Do we allow it to be a Daim or not? That's the second Ma'arif of Tosis. Now, according to that, it comes out, if I were to ask you, if I squeeze it on Shabbos, yeah, I put it on, let's say my grips and all it's an Isidurah bomb, let's say. Whatever the case is, it's an Isidurah bomb. And I put it under the beam. So I'm starting the Isidur Abonim before Shabbos, and I'm letting it go through Shabbos. Can I drink that juice? Do we have any Makur according to the second answer, so it's just to say that I can drink the juice? Oh, yeah, no, no source. Yeah, that's not... According to the first answer, so it's just, when Rabbi Shmuel said Yigmar, he meant Yigmar to drink. Even though you're starting an Issa Durabonum before Shabbos, doesn't matter. It's only an Issa Durabonum. Even if you were to do it for your dying, you'd only be doing an Issa Durabonum. And you're starting this, this might of Issa Durabonum before Shabbos is happening on its own. I'm not doing any Issa Durabonum myself. So we're not going to, you may come to squeeze it yourself, because it's only an Issa Durabonum. You'd be able to drink it. According to the second answer, we're not talking about drinking it. That's not the, that's not the discussion. We're telling you a different Kiddush. You can even squeeze it for your dying. Perfectly must squeeze it for your dying once it's had the Rizuk and the Dikhadan through the last stage, according to Rishmod, you'd be allowed to squeeze it for your dying. But, no, but w- whether you're allowed to drink it, 
I am completely mutter. We haven't said that. Maybe when Chazal will go to our Mashiach Chazal, but it will go to entirely. So, so, so it's like this. Good, good, good. The answer is like this. What, what happens is that we actually have a Mahalikas, I'm still talking about the Halakha, but according to the second answer, you've got no source. Really. Doesn't, doesn't contradict it. There's no source, but there's no argument against it. Okay, okay, so it's like this. The first answer says this, which allows you to do it, and again, that's only if it's an Isidurab on the happening on its own, right? It's something. That is, that is a Shitta, so it's a Shitta, the Rambam, I don't know if anyone else. Um, I don't know if there's anyone else. I mean, I'm sure there are others. That the second answer says, which we said has no source, that is shared by the Torah. And the Torah indicates that it would be forbidden. It would be forbidden. So, La Halakha, it goes like this. Yeah, it's in rational faith. If we take a look in rational faith, it's this case, it is, and Yeah. What it says there is, um, that you can put them, right? It says that it brings there, it says a turn of the Kerasi Sabbath, like Amishnel, of course you can put it under the Kerasi Sabbath, and I'm the idea, and I'll do you can put them under the beam, and, and let the juice come out, and as the post in the Beit Hill, and the Beit Hill, it says already that according to Beit Hill, even if it's had no risk of done, you put them straight on the beam, leave everything to be done, because remember, as I said, as I said yesterday, risk of, the way Rashi learns it is we're talking about you grind it before Shabbat, so you tread upon them, they can't all be done under the beam, and as the beam is pressing down on it, it actually goes through the, the three stages. So it could be even just before Shabbos, five minutes before Shabbos comes in, take my bag of grapes, put them under the, under the beam, and leave everything to happen over Shabbos, according to Beisila, it's perfectly mutter. Because Beisila's shitter is, you can eat, and obviously we're talking, we are worried about Shana Yechata or anything. No, not, not like the Roshir, it's said in Rashi. Leave it. Okay. And that's possible. So to the place there, the Medido, same thing. He says, Shariskon, but again, Pate, he does say Shariskon. Um, no, because he's adding in there, he says, You can even drink, uh, sorry, that's a shirifkan. Because you crushed it before Shabbat, therefore the mashkeh is perfectly mutter before, um, even, even the mashkeh which comes out is perfectly mutter. Shirifkan, you've crushed them, and presumably you've done deep on them as well. So therefore the mashkeh which comes out of them is perfectly mutter. Now, what happens if I have not crushed it? So the Mishnah Purah first, he first says of this, If I'm not crushed, I just take my bag of grapes, stick them under the beam, and that's it. So, the Morgan of Ron says, um, he says that unless you put it under the beam well before Shabbos, okay, a few hours before Shabbos, which means that that will give it time to undergo the process of Ritzuk and whatever it's got to undergo, you would not be allowed to drink the juice. Okay? Um, because if you put it under there well in advance, then as we've said, if you, so before Shabbos comes in, the risk has already been done. If I was to then go and squeeze them with my hand, would that be chayla chatos? No. So there was no gazera of stem perfectly mutter. So as we said, too many following the first answer, the tosis. Um, right. Now that's how they see that if you put them in just before Shabbos, even risk has not happened, then of course it would be forbidden because you're starting an isodoraita before Shabbos. That's obvious. In the Bira Lokho, he then says, he says, from the Mechaber, that's from the, the Shulchan Aruch, it would sound like, what it seems is, um, that he's passing like the first answer, so it's like the Ramah. Okay? But if you've done Ristuk, 
And even though now they're looking at this, if I were then to squeeze them, so being, if it's a Rabbonon, you can have, you put it on them under the beam, you let the beam do it over Shabbos, or in our case, you put them under the beam enough time before Shabbos, risk will happen, but not the rest of it, that will still take place over Shabbos, then you can have the juice. Like the first answer says. But he says, that Elio Rabba says, that the halacha you should take on like the other place came like the tour this is basically the second answer if you go with the second answer so this, that you could then say that it's also that's the tour he says various other things I'll throw smart smart people go like this that the mashke is not mutter unless it's already had dicha before shabbat if it's already had dicha then it's perfectly mutter even to squeeze it with your hand there's no ifsa whatsoever and then and the halani in that case you can even have the liquid on shabbat and then uh, yeah, there's, 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 there's stuff in no, no way to whatsoever. And we're not going there because of the, it seems we're not going, because we're passing our Rishmos, so you're not going there because of the, the, uh, the other thing. That's the, the, um, yeah. Yeah, that's, 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 that's basically the, the thing there. He says, so, so too with putting the beam on, if they already had risk before you put the beam on, then the beam will be the dicha, and then it will be mutter. That's the, the, the bottom line. I mean, nowadays, not, I don't think most people are pressing their own grapes. If you happen to make your own uh, grape juice at home, grape juice, wine, anyone does that? No. When I went to Manchester, okay, back to school days, I went there to visit Charlie Sarah. I remember the, the people who stayed with them, they, they made their own, uh, I, I think it may have been for health reasons, but well, maybe, maybe there wasn't. But I, I know, you remember Dine Herman, the Sardis of Rafa, he used to make you know, he used to make his own uh, wine, I think that was for health reasons. He, he, he used to make his own. So, in that case, but again, I don't know how exactly they do it, whether they've got beams and things, but theoretically that would be the, uh, as you said, on holidays important to know what exactly is. So the bottom line is, if you don't have your grapes, you're doing an Arab start it well before Shabbat, you're getting the Vimon, and you'll be alright. You'll then be able to uh, have it over Shabbat. Okay? That's the end of that, uh, of that video. Okay, other thing we're passing about, like Rabbi Shmuel, by the way. In terms, in terms of the, the thing about Dikha, uh, we're passing at Rabbi Yehudah, in other words, if it's not had Dikha done, then it's forbidden. Okay? If it has not had Dikha done, it would be forbidden. I think this is also brought in Shulchanor. I think it's brought there that uh, we keep asking about Rabbi Yochanan in that sense and we figured out like, yesterday how to reconcile the risk Paskening like Rabbi Shmuel Paskening like Rabbi Yochanan is still our Mishnah fitting because he said in the case of the grapes in the case of the grapes according to the Muhammad deep, um, that if you have Rizuk is the equivalent of Rizuk and Dikha that's basically the, uh, the thing um, Normally would pass the night, maybe a from this Sorry, say again. Normally would pass the night, maybe a with a case against Oh, very good. It's a Kiddush. Yeah, exactly. That is pointed out, I can't remember by you. I seem to remember saying that. That is the Kiddush. Despite the fact that normally we pass the night, maybe a it could be because the Mishnah goes like him. I can't remember why. It could be that's the reason why. Because you've got the Mishnah which is the Shabbat Yeah, one understands. Okay, on to the next figure now. Um, Shemen Shel Badodin. It's about halfway down your test on the day. Shemen Shel Badodin. The oil of Badodin is obviously uh, presses, right, the oil presses. So uh, what exactly this oil is, take a look at, uh, well, Rashi will, Rashi says, that, I'll tell you what this oil is, Rashi says, Shemen Shel Badodin. Rashi says, I did the I did the Since we've been speaking about the 
all impressed until now. Nokadei, so it mentions this case, and we're talking about Shemen Amishtai, the Zoliyeh Tabad, the oil that remains in the corners of the press, Tachat Tati'ina, under the, the, the press, basically, under the weight, who nits in the Bazodin, and it's given to the workers, basically, the Chimachat Sodesh Bazodin, so to the, um, the, uh, the are like the, the covers, the mats they put, the, the, of the, the presses that the workers use. Shemachatin Bayanatazizim, they cover the orders with. So what about all of this? So Shemen Shabazodin, or Machatzodesh Shabazodin, and the covers, the, to cover the orders of these, of these other presses. Rav Osar, Rav says it's Osar, meaning it's Mukta, forbidden to move. Ushmuel Shori, and Shmuel says it's permitted. Next case, you've got these which is again, you know what, just to see Rashi instead of me explain this. Rav Osar, the previous Rashi about the the olive the, the olive oil, Rav Osar, the Taltube Mishum Mukta. Rav said it's forbidden to move it because of Mukta. The Rav Salak Rabbi Yoda, the Rav Salak like Rabbi Yoda of Mukta. This is the famous Makhoik Rabbi Yoda, Rabbi Shimon and Mukta. Rabbi Yoda holds the Mukta, Rabbi Shimon does not hold the Mukta. What that means, Bezos Hashem, we'll learn about in the study of Mukta. It doesn't mean to say that, because we pass in our Rabbi Shimon and Mukta, it doesn't mean that we don't have the whole Mukta of Mukta. There's certain parts of Mukta. We do have Rabbi Yoda basically in a nutshell is much more Mahmir than Rabbi Shimon in what we call Mukta. In the Gemara term, Rabbi Shimon doesn't hold the Mukta. And most things. Well, you know, sometimes, yes. Yeah, in, in Hilchah Shadda, I mean, it's covering all these things, yes, but... Okay, so, Rav holds like Rabbi Yoda, and therefore he says it's forbidden to move these things. So, Shmuel Tzavak, Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Shmuel holds like Rabbi Shimon, the left leg Mokta, he doesn't hold the Mokta. For the time being, just fine, he doesn't hold the Mokta. What are these Karachitas, it was the next piece we had? Zuk is like a pair of, of, uh, covers, of maps. Shemachatim Bohem as Pragmatio Shalzvino. That they cover with them the merchandise that's on the, on the ship. The Zuze is the Shain Zuk. And the expression Zuze is an expression of a pet. The Fishain Stein, because they are two. There's two of these, um, because there, there are two of these maps. And they're made like a tent. In other words, what you do is, you've got the, uh, the merchandise there, and you take two maps, and you do them a bit like a triangular shape, a bit like a pyramid. Well, not pyramid, 3D, but the idea being that, I suppose, because any water, if it gets rained on, it should flow straight off. So you, you take two of these maps, they're apparently you make them into this, uh, like an oil. But with Shubhas Haga'onim, with Shubhas Haga'onim, on Tosi, I found, Karki Dizibui. Right? What's that? And with Farish, and explains to who the Shem Tifino, the word Zibui is an expression, it's like a notion of a, of a ship. So instead of the Zuge, the Zuze, because Zuze, by the way, Zion and Gimelite interchangeable. That's why you get Zuze is like Zuge, is a pair. That's the first chapter in Rashi. Zuze is like Zuge, pair. Zuge is a pair. According to the Goedim, the Gimelite is the Zibui, which means the ship. So the thing is the map they use on the, on the ship. The Pshat is nonetheless the same. Back to the Gemara, what about these maps? Once again, Rav Osa, Rav says it's forbidden, it's a problem of Muksa, Ushmuel, Shari, Ushmuel, announce it. Okay? Sosa says the reason is, what, what, what Moksa are we talking about here is actually a case of Moksa must must meal. Because they get all disgusting. They're sitting on the ship for, for months on end, or days, months, weeks, whatever it is, and they get rather, all the sorts of things, they, they could be, they're probably covering fish as well, 
they get all fishy, all slimy, all, and therefore it becomes muksa machmas meal. Okay? White says that, and we're not particularly, you can take a look for yourself, it's associated with mahmas tahani karate. Go further down. The, the reason, because Tosis basically goes into the different types of muksa, and it, it, it's based on the Gemara later on, and the same sort, uh, I, I have a feeling, the same Tosis, no, not this Tosis, necessarily. Once we get to Sugiro Mukta, it'll make it a little easier because what Tosis is going to get to is, I'll tell you very briefly, is that the Gemara says later on that Rav, he holds of Mukta when it comes to eating, means you can't eat things which are different types of Mukta, when it comes to moving things, which is what we're talking about here, we're talking about moving these maps, he doesn't hold the Mukta. And basically the answer to Tosis is, yeah, but this is a strict type of Mukta, it's a Mukta Machmasmir, and Mukta Machmasmir, he does hold them, you can't even move them. That's basically, so brings Gemara to, to back that out. And then what it goes on to say is, and you should know, Muksa Mahmas Isur is even more stringent than Muksa Mahmas Mir. So therefore, if you want to know what Rav Shetta would be, he'll hold an ordinary type of Muksa, whatever that ordinary type of Muksa is, that he holds you can move, he just can't eat it. When it comes to Muksa Mahmas Mir, and Kolshkin Muksa Mahmas Isur, that most definitely a person would not even be allowed to move according to Right. Then all types starts the answer. Steer to that rule about which one's more more, more homer, which much much is or not, and then he takes the answer. That's basically that. So we haven't done this because I don't see much point right now going going into it. Fine. That's the machlech Rab and Shmuel. Here's a third one, a third machlech Rab and Shmuel in terms of muktzah. Omer Rab Nachman says Rab Nachman, Eve lechelbo. If you've got a goat for its milk, you've got a goat that you own for its milk. Remember that's what you use it for. But a chayd at the gisalta, and you've got a, or you've got a sheep that you use for its shearing. But time ago, that's a gisalta or a hen that you use for its eggs. But two days did he die, or you've got oxen that you use for plowing. Sorry, no, 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 no. Yes, yes, the time, correct, yeah. But time to isko or dates which you're planning to take to the market. Isko like as an apex business. The business dates, not one which is not... In other words, all these things, you're not planning to chef them and eat them, or take dates and eat them. They all set aside for a different purpose. So the question is, can I use them for eating? In other words, let's say, well, the dates obviously can be even on Shabbos, but the other thing, on Yomtev. You're allowed to chef an animal, it's for eating purposes. But before Yomtev came in, I had me planning to... I, I assume this, this ox is still, I've got it there for a To go to spirit milking, etc., etc., after Yomtev. So Rab Osar Rab says, you can't you do it, because it's Muqsa. Well Shmuel Oman Muqsa, and Shmuel says, perfectly Muqsa. And the Gemara clarifies, because if again, what they're actually arguing is, all these three Makhlaiks, then it's actually the Flukta to Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Shimon. They're arguing the Makhlaiks to Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Shimon. Rab holds like Rabbi Yehuda and Muqsa, and Shmuel holds like Rabbi Shimon. If you take a look, take a look at Rashi, Rashi says, Eiz, Ho'imeda Sechel, we're talking about a goat which is standing there for its milk. The chin rechelo emedesigisalta, and so to a sheep which is there for its shearing. The tulotiridayo, and an ox which is there for threshing, uh, for, for plowing. Ho'emelacharisho, which is there for, for plowing. The tamidiisko, ho'emden leharich, on the tchoyro lamakamacha, which is there to be taken to another place for business. The tchoyro for business. Plus, the rabbi yudah, the chulu, we said that arguing the machlik, the rabbi yudah, the rabbi shimon. To the rabbi yudah, that according to the rabbi yudah, the ifte mukti, he does hold the mukta, the perakachron in the last perak. Also, the Sheikh Hassan Yomtov is forbidden to chef them on Yomtov. And in King, it's mean on the idea, unless he actually prepared them, he set them aside before Shabbat came in, before Yomtov came in. But the Rabbi Shimon, and according to Rabbi Shimon, Shabbat is perfectly permissible. Okay? 
La Lofo, we pass him like Rabbi Shimon, generally in Muxa. So therefore, you can really probably know, you can take a look at where the letters are. Some of this is the Raman. The first two cases the Raman talks about, the last case is being brought in Shulchanoros. But what you'll find is, we pass him like Rabbi Shimon. So therefore, when it comes to the, um, the oil and the various things of the Badodin, of the oil press, they're not Muxa, you can move them. When it comes to the various things of uh, the, various, uh, the animals and the, the dates or whatever, you can eat them, you can use them, no problem. The one case that the Rambam, and the reason is, by the way, the reason is, because we say a person has never really set them aside, even though it's, my, it's, it's there for business purposes. Because you should know, generally speaking, we'll, 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 we'll get to most of us speak about this, there's us say, let's say you buy something, it doesn't have to be buy. If you, got, if you sell something, okay, um, Whatever it is, you, you sell certain things which, or sort of say, say, talk about a more common sort of case. Let's say you buy, you buy a new suit, and you decide, you know what, I don't really like it, I'm taking it back. It's moksha. The reason being because you put it aside, you don't want anyone to touch it because if it gets damaged, you won't be able to take it back. It's moksha. So, so too, you could say, if you've got stuff which you're planning to sell, also, you don't want anyone to touch it because if they touch it and it gets damaged, you won't be able to sell it. The difference is when it comes to things like this, food and things like that, no. Your dust is always, if I need it, I'll go and take it. So therefore it's perfectly mutter. Yeah? That's why in these cases it's mutter. The one case where the Raman does pass in that that is the Karakhetas of it. Those things which they use on, uh, to cover the merchandise on the ship. And the reason presumably is, let's say if you go with Tosus, is because it's mutter mahmah mirs. We do pass in a mutter mahmah mirs. Uh, essentially, even though we pass on Rabbi Shimon, it doesn't mean to say we don't hold the whole concept of Muqtah. There are certain things we do hold on. But these, the first, the first and last case, they're the normal, sort of standard last mixture between Rabbi Shimon and we pass on Rabbi Shimon. Okay. So that, that's the, the uh, those three cases. Finally, the Gemara finishes off. Um, there was this Talmud, right, yes, the only Bachata the Argis who taught in Kharta is the name of uh, the, the, the place, the city, and Argis is the name of the person who built it. It's certain like a sorcerer. But uh, anyway, th- this Talmud taught in the, the place called Kharta, in Kharta of Argis, the name of the person who built it, to Rabbi Shimon, he passed on to Rabbi Shimon. So Shamte Rav Hamdana, so Rav Hamdana put him in Khayyam. So, the Gemara says, but, well, Rabbi Shimon is wrong, but we do pass in Rabbi Shimon. He passed in Rabbi Shimon. What did he do wrong? Answers the Gemara, but after he did Rav Hava. He was in the place of Rav. Charles argues that under the jurisdiction of Rav, he's the grand rabbi there. And you can't introduce that Rav. Oh, so, um, but after he did Rav Hava, he was the place of Rav. Therefore, you shouldn't have done that. You don't pass in, when you've got a god of Lazar there, you don't pass in, even though we don't, may not pass in like him generally, but. He passed him, but you don't pass him against him in his own place. Honey, three Talmudim, there were these two Talmudim. Chad Matzil, the Chad Again, this is a Gemara we haven't really seen, so we're not going into it in, in too much detail, but basically there's going to be a Gemara later on. If there's a fire, if there's a fire, there's a certain amount of food you're allowed to save from it. Not the Shabbat, there's a certain amount of food you're allowed to save from it. There's a whole discussion there. You take it, you take it in one clee, you take it all in one clee, you take enough for hundreds of this, things like that. So one of them, what he did was, what he did was, he took a flea, a very, very big flea, and he put a whole load of this in there, like enough uh, to feed a hundred people, and he took it out. The other one did is, 
the way Rashi learns it is, is he took it in four or five kalim and then poured it into one big sea and took it out. Right? Arba Vachamesh Mani in four or five kalim. The Kamipsi gave a flux to the Rabba Bazafta and Rafuna. It's just a similar sort of thing where they're, and they're arguing the Makhluk to the Rabba Bazafta and Rafuna. What's the best way to do it? What can you do? Just in one big sea, or can you even do it in four or five and then point into one big sea? Okay? Again, we don't know much about it until tomorrow, much later on, roughly a hundred plus time. So, um, so again, the same sort of idea where you see this, this uh, sort of one follows this, one follows this. Okay, take a look at Rashi. And add for two years' time. Yeah, that's right. Chalta, if you're lucky. Chalta is the name of the place. The Argis is Adam Echad, was a certain person, Hoyo, Angushi, he was like a sorcerer. Shebono Loisahir, he built that city. And if you go there, you'll actually find that his, uh, his burial plot, the cave in which he's buried, I'm assuming this, this, the name of this, this Argus guy, is still there. That's what I found in, in a shul. So the Gemara says, but we've, but we've passed on Rabbi Shimon, so what did his Talmud do? What did he do wrong? Hashtag, but now we found no Rabbi Shimon, because then the Kamabah began to say later on, by my Shanti, so why did Rav Hamunna put him in a Shantah? So he said, Kadmat Matzil, Oikhlin Mamashkin Mekneazadeka, so one saves food, food and drink because of the fire, um, yeah, so he saved a lot, hardly a lot of that food, the Chotzam or Rabbi, he took it into a Chotzam which was, had an Arab, and therefore there was no problem. The Kadmat, he did it, he did it in one big clique, it's done, as we learn in the mission later, oh, I've seen in Psalm 1, that one can take um, a basket full of, of uh, loaves of bread, the Afagav Shishpo may also do this, even though it's got a hundred students there and it's much more than three students in each other, no problem. The Chad Matzah Ba'abba B'chomishmani, one did it in four or five kalim, Ela Shemekatlon Kulon Asos Kli Godol, he then poured them all into one big cleave, and Esam B'chamachas and took them out in one go. But Kamifli gave a good pericolic sarcodesh, and it's actually a machlok's pericolic sarcodesh. Tosa says Rashi's got it wrong, that's what Tosa says. He says, because actually what the Gemara says later on is the machlok is, is whether you can go backwards and forwards four or five times. Not the equal thing. There's a whole discussion about it later on. Okay, we don't know too much about it yet, but whatever the shaft is, we'll see about the more about it on Dach Bukha. Just with the last couple of minutes we have, let's just say the. Um, we've actually covered more or less the, the Tosa's outside. Uh, this little, that, that last one I just mentioned, the Chad Matzil, is based on the Gemara later on. Shmuel, that Tosh Tzil Ramatzil, Shmuel, sorry, which you can see there, is, um, is to do with, because is basically asked from the Gemara later on. Again, we haven't done this Gemara, and there will be a Tosh when we get to the Bezat Hashem, right towards the end, the last part of the Mesesta. Tosh is going to ask the same sort of question again there, so maybe we'll see it inside there. Just tell you very briefly, you'll see later on that Shmuel actually did practice Moksha, despite the fact that here he's asking Rabbi Shimon. And the Gemara, what the answer is, that because he was an Oldham Koshov, he was more Machna on himself. Even though he didn't know Oldham Moksay, or held like Rabbi Shimon, it doesn't matter because he was an Oldham Koshov, he was a little more, more uh, Machna on himself. Just very, very quickly, this Tosus, Shemon Shabbat Dodin. What Tosus um, introduced today, he said, Pirish HaKonshus, Rashi explains, what is this Shemon Shabbat Dodin? Hamishtaya Bezov, it's Beit Habad, it's oil left in the corner of the Beit Habad. The Koshalari, the Ri says, I don't understand. The Mala the Haske Khan, the Mukta, what's Mukta got to do with it? So Rashi says, it's talking about Beit Habad. I don't really understand. What's that, how does that come in here? But even furthermore, the Lama Yashem and Mukta, why Takash should the oil be Mukta? Why? The Tinit Ri, the Ri answers, the Kayadalel, it's actually going back on the previous Gemara we had. The Kayadalel that it says, the Imtan Beit Habad, the idea, that if you put the theme down before Shabbat comes in, 
the Hashem and Zov, the Rechus Parash Shabbos, and the oil flows down and comes out of Shabbos, Rav Osar Oseh Shem and Mishnah, so that's what we're going on. Rav says, that oil, you can leave it going over Shabbos, no problem, but that's what oil is muksa. So I've been Noilah's gone, because that's proper what's called Noilah. Noilah means something which was not in existence before Shabbos, now something, boom, it's in existence. That's Noilah. The Matmah's Kodo is for Eagle Sha'adah. Because it has beams and the round ones, depending whether you're talking about the, the wine press or the oil press, it has it on it. You couldn't eat it when Shabbos came in, because it had the beams on top of it. You couldn't get to it. It wasn't Roy Lachidah. Abagav the Almanokin Hinichai, even though, but you put them on, you put it on there because you wanted the juice to come out, so it's not out of my mind. Why should we mukta? But Samachal says she also called our Shabbos. And I was relying on that that it will be flowing out of the whole of Shabbos. Since that, that liquid was not in the world when Shabbos came in, it was contained inside, it, inside its skin. Um, it doesn't help you. The fact that you had dust on it doesn't help you. Because it's complete no-dust. But with no-dust gone, it's complete no-dust. So it's not similar to the case we had earlier where you put a raw piece of meat on when Shabbos, just before Shabbos comes in. Well, you also can't eat that. That's shori. The shori allows to eat that. Why is it not mukta? Even though when Shabbos was coming in, it wasn't very last either. So often, because over there, Kim since the meat was in the world, Mahani then it works. Your dad can work to say, but I'm planning to eat it when it cooks. That works. So if you've got a flowing, like, um, spring, same idea. Even though the water is not right, the water I'm going to have is not right there, but it's the mind is ready there in the world, therefore I can have dust for the water which I'll get. The chintzah cotton, so to the the feces uh, of of a child, shoyek kavad meir, they're already inside his stomach. Interesting that we call is boilah. Mahani boim smicha, so there you can have dust. Whatever the gemara is talking about, there you can have dust. But the domi is eating that anodim shirif kind of It's also not similar to the case of olives or grapes which you crush them before shabbos. The chintzah shum va'boyta, so to the the shum of the boyta shirif kind of erev nevo erev which you crush them beforehand. So hotum chotum nevo erev la'chila. There you can actually eat them before. So this is only you didn't put them under a beam. How that fits with everything we've discussed till now, the Marashal speaks out, it's just, get, it's just complicated matters. You can't eat them because you've got a beam on top of them. And the mashka is not in the world. That's absolute no But also the Ravna is forbidden according to Rav. Okay? He then goes on and basically we run out of time. But the last part you can look at yourself. If you want, he just asks from a similar case, is it no Is it not no but that is just, it's worth remembering this cloud of Neilad, because it comes here, it comes in Beitzah, this rule of Neilad, something which had no existence in the world, says Tosus, even if you had that, but I, I haven't done, I know it's going to be in the world tomorrow, it doesn't help you. This is the beginning of Beitzah as well, there's studies about it at the beginning there. If God be something which was in the world, then you can have that. Or it's going to be Royal Achila. The great, if they were, the now we're doing be Royal Achila, then you could have even the Jews. That's the, that's uh, what, what it says there, and that's what Rav holds, Shmuel holds, we don't worry about it, no, that's good, but again, there's a whole thing about it, whether, um, basically, uh, he, he, he basically uh, uh, allows the no like he, he goes, he goes like uh, Rabbi Shimon, as we said, okay? That is, um, that's, 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 that's